Year after year after year, I hear people tell me that they do not want to pay large subscription fees or for memberships to be able to get access to content related to safety. So me and my friends here at Safety FM have come up with an idea called Safety FM Plus. This is a video streaming service that allows you to have some downloadable document content available readily wherever you are. You can go to the website safetyfmplus.com or go to the Apple Store app and download it for your iPhone, iPad, or even Apple TV. It's also available on Android and Android TV, Roku, and Fire TV. We want to be wherever you are. So to get you started, you can come to the website or download the apps as we just discussed. The other great portion about this is that if you sign up right now at safetyfmplus.com, you will get a downloadable version of Simple Revolutionary Acts, the first book by Dr. Todd Conklin as part of your membership to get into this. So go right now to safetyfmplus.com to find out more information. That is safetyfmplus.com. This, this, this show is brought to you by Safety FM. The following program is rated MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls to call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in 3, 2, 1. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Well, welcome back to another Rated R edition of this show, which is the Rated R Safety Show, which could cause all kinds of confusion when you say that out loud. Well, anyways, how are you doing today? Today is, let's see, what day is it? It is Thursday, October the 1st of 2020, day 275 of the year, and only 91 days left before the shit show's over with. Anyways, we are coming to you live from the Safety FM studios here in Orlando, Florida, and actually streaming across the multiverse of Safety FM. That's at safetyfm.com, safety.fm, safetyfm.tv, and of course, whatever platform you decide to take a look at us on, and that's perfectly fine. Or you can be taking a listen on the radio station, and that's cool too, because that's what we really like. Or you could actually be taking a listen to us via podcast. Anyway, so hopefully you're off to a fantastic Thursday so far. That's going to be the important part as we're actually going about and talking about this stuff. Well, if you're watching on the video stuff, yeah, you are noticing some different things. Don't worry about that. Some other changes will be coming. We're just kind of starting to get ready on how those changes are going to come about. So don't worry. We'll talk about those here in the very near future. If you're listening on to the radio, nothing has changed at all. Everything sounds exactly the same, and that's cool. So as we talk today, if you hung out with us yesterday, we were broadcasting live from Universal Studios in Orlando. Yep, Universal Studios backlot in Orlando. Let's just make sure that we're technically clear on the verbiage there. So a couple different things on the event that we had going on yesterday. Yesterday was Safety Day 2020. So let me kind of give you some back information real quick. So here's what was taking place yesterday if you had the opportunity to hang out. Now, if you did not have the opportunity to hang out, I got something special for you. So hang on just one moment. So yesterday we had an event that was going on, and we were doing it for free. Yeah, that's the, that's the crucial part there. We were doing it for free. And besides that it was a free event, we were giving away CEUs if you attended the event. All you had to do was ch- jump into the chat box and actually type in your name, your email address, and your American Society of Safety Professionals number, and we would actually be able to give you CEUs for attending the event. So kind of cool. A lot of people did come out, hang out, and we were able to do that. So what we are doing right now If you're interested, the system is still available for you to actually watch the event. 
Yeah, I did say that out loud. So if you're still interested in obtaining free CEUs, something that I have been told that it cannot be done, we're offering those to you. So right now, all you have to do is go to, let's see, if you go to acfs.org, that's acfs.org, you can sign up for the event as long as you watch the event. It's about four hours. Let's just, I'm going to tell you the, the length. But it covers a lot of good information related to safety. You'll obtain point three CEUs. Right now, with the limitation of events that you can actually go to, I mean, that's great. It's free. I mean, you can't really beat free, can you? I mean, there's other events that did take place earlier in the year that were costing buku money, buku money to be able to get CEUs, and they swore that CEUs cannot be done for free. Well, I always try to deliver to you. Now, I think the interesting part about it is that something that couldn't be done for free was done for free by the people that said couldn't be done by for, for free. Yeah, I did say that out loud. Bad, bad. Anyway, so that's that's what's going on right now. Anyways, over the last few days, when we've been coming on to the radio station, we've been talking about what exactly is trending. So let's talk about the trends right now. So if you're taking a look around on what is trending, this is the most trending video currently. So let's talk about it. This is Joey. Joey is a sea otter. So let's talk about it. A three-month-old baby sea otter who was discovered alone and crying off the coast of Granada in July. His mother was found floating dead a day later. Joey was taken into Vancouver Aquarium Offsite Oceanwise Marine Mammal Rescue Center, where he is currently resides. The little guy, thanks to the cameras installed at the rescue center, has become a viral sensation with thousands of fans in from around the world. You can check out a live feed of good old Joey. Just type in baby sea otter Joey, and you can see a live feed in real time of what Joey's doing. It, it kind of makes you kind of warm and fuzzy as you do watch it, if you do get the opportunity to doing so. So if you get a chance to do that, I think you'll have some fun with it. Cool times, fun times, and so on. So stay tuned today, because we're going to be doing a giveaway. Oh, yeah, I did say we're going to be doing a giveaway. I will tell you exactly how we'll do it. So don't worry about that. We'll have that up and rolling in a few moments, and I'll tell you exactly what's going on. And, you know, you might like it, might not like it. Who knows? We never know around here who's going to like what. That's just kind of the way that it goes sometimes. Anyway, so let's get you into some feature story news, hopefully non-lockup version, and we'll get that rolling right now here on the Rated R Safety Show. Here is the news on the Rated R Safety Show. From Feature Story News in London, I'm Ollie Barrett. The EU's announced it's taking legal action against the UK over controversial plans to undercut the Brexit divorce treaty. The Internal Market Bill is designed to protect trading within different parts of the UK, but Brussels says the changes breached the withdrawal agreement struck last year. Lucy Hoff reports from Brussels. The President of the European Commission, Ursula von der Leyen, says formal notice of legal action has been sent to the British government, which now has a month to respond. That the EU has started legal action is no surprise, but it will be a long process with ample time for the UK to reverse a breach of EU law before facing fines or sanctions at the European Court of Justice. Meanwhile, trade talks between the two sides are continuing. Lucy Hoff, Brussels. Russian opposition figure Alexei Navalny is blaming the Kremlin for the chemical attack that almost cost him his life. As he continues his recovery in Germany, he says he thought he was going to die when he realised he'd been poisoned. Trent Murray reports from Berlin. From his temporary home in Berlin, Russian's opposition leader Alexei Navalny has told German news magazine Der Spiegel that he believes President Putin ordered intelligence agents to poison him. Navalny was flown to Germany for medical treatment in August after he collapsed on a domestic flight inside of Russia. He spent days in a coma as doctors worked to administer an antidote to treat the effects of Novichok, a Soviet-era nerve agent. The Kremlin has strenuously denied any involvement in the poisoning, but Navalny maintains that only President Putin has the authority to approve a chemical attack on opposition figures. Navalny was discharged from hospital last week and said he plans to stay in the German capital for the time being as he continues his medical rehabilitation. Trent Murray, Berlin. 
Russia is offering to host peace talks over clashes in Nagorno-Karabakh. More than 100 people have died since Sunday, the worst fighting there since a ceasefire in 1994. Both Azerbaijan and Armenia claim the region. Japan is easing entry restrictions for foreigners coming from around the world, excluding tourists. From Tokyo, Grace Lee. Japan has had one of the strictest travel ban measures put in place, denying entry of people from over 150 countries for months due to the pandemic. But measures continue to become relaxed after Tokyo resumed business travel to and from Vietnam, Taiwan and a select few other Asian countries. Now, foreigners who are qualified for mid- and long-term stays will be allowed back in. That includes medical and educational professionals, as well as students. However, they're required to have their sponsors, such as businesses or organizations, to ensure they're quarantined for up to two weeks upon arrival of Japan. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Well, at least we're a little bit more enjoyable than other things that are out there. So that's the way that that goes. So what do you think? A lot of crazy stuff going on inside of the world of the news as we have been talking and seeing a lot of different things going around and about. So that's always kind of fun taking a listen through. So anyways, I don't know. I wanted to definitely ask the question if you did it, were able to come and hang out with us yesterday virtual. And how did you feel about the event overall? You know, I thought the event was cool. I would love to hear some feedback overall, because here's the thing, or should, should oh, let me let me rephrase that as I've heard some presidential candidates. Here's the deal. Okay, no, maybe I shouldn't say it that way. But no, seriously, what I want to talk about there for a moment, though, is those kind of events, when they're put on, and they're not Zoom calls, because that shit yesterday definitely was not a Zoom call. Um, how did you feel about it? Maybe I should get closer to the microphone and learn how to speak. Um, but seriously, how did you feel about it? Did you enjoy the time on, we'll call it the stream, because it definitely was a stream, but you were doing being able to interact. Now, I will tell you right off the bat, some of the things that I have heard personally, people did not like the delay on having to ask the questions to the end of the, not the end of the session, but almost the end of the event. So that's something definitely we'll work on over the following few months as we get prepared. Now, I'm, this is not a long introduction or infomercial for ACFS, but I want to reference, though, real quick, is that they are planning on putting on a live event that it will be coming in in March. So March of March 30th, they are planning on doing an event here locally. So you're able to actually come in and hang out with that. Hope your day is just as good. Dropped in for a sec. Hello. 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 So that's the cool thing. Hopefully your day is going well, too, Robert. But here's the th- I mean, that's the great thing about it. So I just want you to know that that's going to be a live event. And they are already talking about doing another virtual event. I don't even know if I'm supposed to talk about that yet. So that's the other that's the other kind of fun stuff. So just think about that. So if you're interested, especially if you did not have the chance to take a look at it yet, go to ACFS.org and there will be some more information there. You can take a look at the event from yesterday and you can still sign up for the free CEUs, which I think is very crucial, especially in these very interesting times that you can't really get a hold of a lot of CEUs. So that's the other portion there. So anyways, let's get into some of the news because I think that that's the important part. But as you already know, we haven't really given the disclaimer yet. So I have to do that first. Or maybe not do it at all. What's going on here? We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. Well, you already know that we have to be something. Entertaining is always kind of a crucial thing because that's what we try to do. So anyways, before we start getting into the news, things that are making the circuit right away and start jumping around. There's a lot of babies in the news, some other interesting things. But let me kind of go down some of, well, not the most... I guess not the best stuff to talk about it, but we have to talk about it because it has been something that has been going on and we talked about it for a few weeks. So let's talk about it real quick. Deontay Lee Murray, 36, the man accused in the ambush of shooting of the two Los Angeles County deputies in Compton has been charged with attempted murder. At this, at the time of his arrest, Murray, as known as a gang member, was charged with one felony count, each of carjacking, second degree robbery and assault of semi-automatic Firearms, personal use of a firearm, as previously reported, a 31-year-old mother and one, and then another person who was 24 years of age was shot in the face and the torso while sitting inside of a patrol vehicle. 
Both underwent surgery and have been since released from the hospital and are expected to make full recoveries. So there you go. There's some information there of what was going on because there was a lot of questions over that period of time because they kept on saying that nobody knew exactly what was going on. So that's something to think about as we are talking about this. So here's the thing. I don't agree with any kind of form of violence unless it's, you know, maybe for sports sports purposes, but that's probably about it. And and I'm talking about like MMA and boxing, that kind of stuff. Kickboxing, I really like too. But I something that I talk about, you might not agree with some of the things that are going on and you might not agree with some of the things that people stand for. But there's no need for this gun violence shit that we're seeing. And we're not talking about... Is it okay to have guns? Because that's not the conversation. But we have to talk about what's going on. We have to talk about these other things. It just cannot be violence or pain for pain. We've had these conversations before. And do you think that this is the correct path for this particular person? I won't even call him a gentleman. And, I, and you know, sometimes when we get into these violent stories... I don't even want to talk about the people from name because why am I glamorizing somebody for doing some stupid shit out there? That shouldn't be done. I should not make or assist to make this person popular by name. I mean, we're honoring people who do stupid shit. It's really what it boils down to. Think about it for a moment. If I say the name over and over and over again, what am I doing? You have to think about it in that fashion. You are listening to something magical. <laughs> You're listening to the Rated R Safety Show. Okay, four small tremors shook around a reservoir in North California on Tuesday, the second time in three days that multiple quakes hit one area. The U.S. Geological Survey reports that a 2.7 magnitude quake at 8.16 in the morning local time, followed by a 3.0, and then a 1.3 tremor located at the same spot about 10 minutes later, and then a 3.3 magnitude quake hit about 9.02 in the morning on the same day. There were no reports of damages or injuries from any of the earthquakes. So I don't know. You know, we talked about it for months, and every time that I think that we start talking about it again, I reference the same thing. What exactly is going on with all these quakes? Seriously. Like, I don't get it. And why are not more and more information being reported about them? There has to be something really going on. And I don't even know how you track half of this shit. I mean, we know the stuff after it happens, but we definitely don't know before it happens. And if there's one that somebody knows how it, before it happens, please let me know. I'm so intrigued. I will not share it. I won't share it on the air. Really, I won't. Or should I say, trust me, I won't. I can keep my mouth shut sometimes. I mean, for the most time, for the most part, I can keep my mouth shut. Anyways, Kentucky AG Daniel Cameron has moved to delay the release of the grand jury records in the police shooting of the death of Breonna Taylor in Louisville. Hours before the audio recording of the proceeding was set to go public, a motion was filed to delay the release by a week in order to protect the identity of the witnesses, particularly private citizens named in the recording, the Louisville Courier Journal reports. A judge will rule on the motion by the end of the week. So we keep on hearing more and more about this altercation. We heard about the $12 million. We heard about what was going on on the other side of the aspect on how the person was not being charged for the death. So what are you thinking here? Do you think that there should not have been a week in between the potential release and the release? And this is, of course, an opinion question. It's your opinion. Or do you think that these things should not be released to the public? And I know that that can stir up some weird questions, but I'm asking your opinion. And believe me, everyone's in, I won't say entitled to one, but they deserve one. They deserve to have an opinion. Entitlements is kind of a weird word. But what do you think? What is like your general opinion about the whole thing? I'm not shy about some of this stuff, and I think that we these are some conversations that we need to move forward with. Because sometimes we're so afraid of what public opinion might be of your own ideology that we're afraid to say it in public. And I think that sometimes that might get me in trouble with some of the shit that I do. And that's cool. I understand. 
And I never want to present myself as a shy person. Well, okay. I am a little shy, even though most people don't believe me when I tell them that. But realistically, when it's all said and done, you have an opinion about this matter. You decide if you want to move forward and talk about it. But how do we change things going forward? Whichever way you're looking at this, where it's discussed to the general public, where it's not discussed to the general public, it's really your opinion. I mean, think about it from a different way. No one knows what your thoughts are or your opinions are because you have to share them. Well, you don't have to. You choose to share them or you choose not to share them. But will things go the way that you want them to if you don't? That's the other portion to think about. A lot of stuff to think about today. That's for sure. I don't ever want people to feel limited. There's no reason to. Anyways, let's continue talking a little bit about California here. There is no end in sight for firefighters in California. More than 2,000 firefighters are battling the glass fire. Yes, I did say glass fire, which has consumed about 46,600 acres, destroyed at least 82 buildings, and it's only about 2% contained. Also, the Zog Fire, which is 0% contained, has claimed lives of three people, destroyed 146 structures, and is threatening about another 1,538. When asked about the fire, the fire unit chief, Shanna Jones, said, We still have months to go for fire season, and that means that it could happen again. We still have a lot of fire season to go. And, you know, I talk about this and I mention it and I reference it. And there's, a, you know, it's one of these things. You've seen pictures already. You've seen some of the stuff that's going on. So you have to think about it and you go, okay. At one point, if you had ever seen that movie, Total Recall, and I'm talking about the older version with Arnold Schwarzenegger, the skies almost looked identical to what it did like when he was on Mars in that movie. And we've already had the conversation, I think it was last week, where we're already seeing more and more people go into the hospital because of respiratory issues, because of everything that's going on there. And no, I'm not going to turn around and say, let's just, cl- let's just close California down. Oh, sorry. Let's just close California down. That's not what I'm looking to say. That's not what I'm looking to do. But what is the thing that can be done? I mean, because now we have to start talking about how do you protect the public? How do you protect your workers, your employees, team members, and so on? Things can change in a moment. And now I don't know if you play around on YouTube. But if you do, there are all kinds of videos of people driving around and recording what exactly is going on. And boy, does it look like a totally different world out there. And I'll tell you, I've been to California several times. I love it out there too expensive for me to live there but that's a whole other story but it is to- it is very different in areas where they're being affected by these fires and i know that you and i are not going to probably sit here and be able to have a solution to the problem instantly but he's saying months what happens to the people that are there what happens to the property and believe me, I'm not looking for photo op opportunities for somebody to send me pictures and be like, hey, let's see what it looks like. No, that's not what I'm looking for. But what can we do to help? And if we don't know this already, we're in the middle of a pandemic on top of. So there's so much restriction. I mean, like, what can you legitimately do to help? That's the question that I would ask you today. What is your thought process to be able to help your fellow human? Yeah, your fellow human. Doesn't have to be your colleague. Doesn't have to be your friend. How can we help our fellow humans? Think about it that way. You are listening to a radio god. What? This has to be an error. That host is not a radio god. Anyways, this is the Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Okay, the victims in the hostage situation that occurred in Oregon have been identified. State police said 24-year-old, and I'm not going to say names. I'm definitely not going to say names. And an 11-year-old boy who was not named were found dead 
with gunshot wounds. The alleged shooter, 34-year-old, was also found with what appeared to be a self-inflicted gunshot wound. A 43-year-old woman identified as, no name given, a 13-year-old boy, were also found in the home. The name that I am skipping over again suffered a gunshot wound and was taken to a local hospital. She's expected to make a full recovery. The teen was unharmed. A motive remains unclear as the connection between gunman and the victims are unknown. So I am not going to harp here and talk about Second Amendment rights because a lot of people will get very confused on what I'm saying. But we're talking about gun violence and we're seeing a lot of things. And let's get straight It is not the gun that is the violent person or the violent thing. It is the person that the gun belongs to. I understand that. Thank you. So please don't don't chat me up in the box. Hit me up with a text or send me an email in regards of that because I understand that piece. But what are we doing? Because these things seem to happen more and more and we are not talking about gun rights. I am just asking the question on how does this happen more and more? And, of course, we still have tons of questions. How did the person obtain the gun? Was it legal? Was it not legal? And so on. But it's conversation. I mean, you see what we're talking about here. Several dead. Several. Children also. So how does it go? And a lot of people will turn around and go, you know, some will say, take the guns away. Some people will say, let people do whatever they want. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, there's so many conversations when it comes up to that subject. But automatically, when you bring up the subject of guns, people automatically think that you're trying to have a conversation about politics. You're trying to have a conversation about if you're left or if you're right. No. I'm not having either. I'm having the the conversation of how do we handle this thing related to gun violence? How do we do it? I mean, because you can take the guns away and you're going to have one one set of people rioting all over the place because you're trying to take away my Second Amendment right. You can say distribute guns to all. Then you're going to have another section of people that are going to be pissed off saying now we're just trying to enforce violence. But what can we do? I mean, it's not like there's dumb people out there that can't come up with a plan on how this should work. And I am not saying let's do more government control because that's not the that's not the conversation at all. But human to human, we have to have these conversations. What can we do to make this place better? Really? Like, what can we do? I mean... I don't like hearing about anybody dying related to violence. I mean, I don't like it. Let's, let, me, let me clear that up a little bit. I don't like hearing about anybody dying, period. But then you have the story of violence. And then you have a story related to children dying due to this issue related to this one person with a gun. And I know you can go all kinds of different ways with it. And you can spin that thing just like a top. I understand that. You understand that. That's why we are being very generic. Because I'm not going to tell you one way or the other, but it is a conversation that we should have. How is it handled? Is it better training? Is it a different process to be able to acquire a gun? And that's only from a legal standpoint. And let's not be stupid because that's the other side. People do obtain guns illegally. And people that think that that does not happen... You know, you're full of shit because it does happen. And you can tell me I live out in, you know, middle of nowhere, U.S., so it's impossible to happen. Nothing's impossible. Believe me, there's all kinds of weird stuff you can find in the middle of nowhere, in the middle of nowhere, as long as you have internet access. You can find all kinds of weird things on the internet. Believe me, there's a couple friends you can talk to of mine that can agree with that. And that's the way that it is. But we need to have the conversation. And, you know, there's so many different conversations that people have during this time, once every four years, that maybe we should put some more matters that that actually do matter when it comes to humanity. 
you know, that whole being human thing, that might be important. At least that's the way that I look at it. We are now video streaming the Rated R Safety Show. I don't know why our host has a face for radio. Rated R Safety Show. I'm a trial lawyer. I'm not part of your family, and I don't do skits with my mom. I'm a real lawyer, a damn good lawyer, the best lawyer this state has to offer. And I've built a reputation for standing up for the people of this country, righting the wrongs. You may not agree with all of my views, but when it comes to trying cases, there's only one view, justice. And justice is what I get. Figer Law. That's why we're unstoppable. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, so let's talk about what was trending yesterday. Stocks trended upwards on Wednesday, the last day of the month of September. The Dow surged about 329 points. The Nasdaq increased about 82 points. And the S&P 500 notched about a 27-point win. September was a losing month, though, for all three major averages. They had enjoyed a five-month streak of gains before falling in the recent period. As a new agreement of a, on a stimulus could not be reached, a payroll support package for airline industry expired. Furloughed for around 30,000 airline employees are planned to are, are planned for Thursday. So there you go, 30,000 employees. And then this, of course, is where the conversation can always get weird. We're talking about 30,000 employees for the airline industry. I know here in our local market, and I'm talking about me local, not you local, because this is a national show. But where I live, which is local, into Florida, the the biggest employer for the state of Florida is actually, believe it or not, Disney World. And there has been breaking news that they are on the verge of releasing or furloughing or even potentially laying off 28,000 employees. It's pretty interesting on how all of this is going on. And I know that we are in a middle of a pandemic. Over the weekend, there was some conversations being had that theme parks here in Florida could actually open back up to 100% capacity. The issue is that you have to have visitors wanting to make sure to actually come to the parks. And with everything going on, it is a very difficult decision for some to come out of state. And I don't blame them, especially with Florida being a hotspot. But how do you handle that? Because think about it right real quick. I am talking about Florida, but to get to Florida, for the most part, you have to travel through an airline. I mean, you can drive. It's not like it's an impossibility. But you have to be flying normally to get here, for the most part. They're talking about furloughing 30,000 people. We know automatically that they will file for unemployment, but we know that the unemployment section has changed as well. I will tell you there is a good chunk of safety pros or pros that I know that have been laid off, that have been furloughed, have been downsized, or they have a combo role. Some of the combo roles don't make sense to what they do. Because... It doesn't coincide with what each other. You can't have somebody do operations and safety. It normally just doesn't work too well. One kind of over supersedes the other. And I'm not saying that operations is evil. Believe me, that is not the case. This is a whole other culture question. But here's the thing that I want you to think about. As we continue to go through this and we continue to see the furloughs and we continue to see the different things that are taking place inside of the world related to the pandemic, how are we going to be able to move forward? Because we know that right now everything that's going on in this glorious year of 2020 is going to have impact for years to come. I'm assuming, and it's an assumption, most businesses are struggling. I would say the majority compared to the ones that are actually rising above. I will say you that I will tell you that if you're probably in the sign in the sign making industry, you're probably knocking it out of the park. If you're in the face mask making industry, you're probably knocking it apart in the PPE world. And we already know that Amazon is doing extremely well, not picking on anyone who's actually succeeding. But what about these mom and pop shops that are not making it? 
What's going to happen there? And it's not a left or a right thing, and it's not a middle, blah, blah, blah. What is going to happen? And what happens if we open too early? And what happens if we open too late? There's a lot of stuff to think about, and there's a lot of pressure on what the decision will be. There's not a right answer. This is my first pandemic. I'm assuming for the majority of the people out there, this is their first one as well. But how do we handle this? Seriously. I mean, we know that we can't continue printing money. We know that there there are certain things that we have to help with basic needs. And we can't just say, let people figure it out. That's not realistic. Yeah, whatever happens, happens. That's a shitty answer. If we're being honest. But what do you look at? How do you look at this? How do you look at this whole thing? I realistically would love to know. I really would. I think it becomes extremely difficult sometimes to have these conversations. And especially to have these conversations in public. Because, And I'm not talking about the grocery store. Let's just make sure. I'm talking about having this conversation where other people can hear you. I mean, I had a guy pull me over yesterday to tell me about his political beliefs, but in a whisper. And that's okay. Because not everything that's going on is related to politics. But we have to make decisions on what's going to be beneficial overall. Understanding that either way is going to have an impact. Either way, the way that you cut this actual pie down. I can have one pie, cut it into 32 pieces. I still only have one pie. Lot to think about. Definitely a lot to think about as we do move forward here. Listen to our host of the Rated R Safety Show. Self-implode on our airwaves only on Safety FM. Okay, so let's continue, continue, continue. A Nevada judge approved an $800 million settlement between MGM Resorts International and the families of the victims of the deadly mass shooting at the at the Route 91 Harvest Music Festival in Las Vegas in October of 2017. The terms state that MGM Resort will make payouts to all 4,400 relatives and victims of the shooting. More than 850 employees were injured and 58 killed. That is the deadliest mass shooting in modern U.S. history. So I have a question because I'm, I'm kind of confused on this. Why did MGM settle? I, I'm not understanding, and I'm sure there's part of the information that I'm missing. But why did they settle? If someone knows that, I would love to hear it. I'll, I'll probably do a little bit more research here at the end. But that's different. And I know that it happened technically on their property or part of their property, however you want to look at it. But interesting stuff there, for sure. Anyways, one person is dead and another wounded after a shooting at Amazon Workplace in Florida. Authorities in Jacksonville said that they received a call of shots fired in a fulfillment center late Tuesday. When they arrived, they found a male and a female victim with gunshot wounds. The female died on the scene and the male was transported to a local hospital. His conditions remain unknown. Early reports that the shooting was a domestic dispute between two victims who both worked for Amazon. Lieutenant J.D. Stronko said it's too early to be sure. So, holy shit, here we go again. Another conversation related to gun shooting. Now, this time's inside of a workplace at an Amazon fulfillment center. You know, I I don't get it. I know there's a lot of strange things that happen, but man, I hope that I, I don't even know. I mean, I don't even know where to go with this. That's for sure. Let's continue. Two exotic species of ticks have been discovered in Rhode Island. The Department of Environmental Management said both Asian and Eurasian ticks were discovered on a block island as part of a decade-long study of ticks. There's a decade-long study of ticks? God, that has to be a boring job. And the finding was notable because the ticks are not known to exist outside of their home range. Also, both can transmit a variety of diseases to humans and animals. Great! Another add-on for 2021. Oh, no, sorry, wrong year. 2020. I'm already hoping we're in the future, I guess. Anyways, let's continue. The coronavirus was more contagious, contagious Excuse me, in the beginning than initially believed, according to a new study from Duke University. 
Researchers of peer re- peer reviewed, listen to that peer reviewed study published last week that the Journal of Plaza One found that the average member of the new COVID nineteen cases caused by the infections of patients was four. More than twice as many of the initial 2.2 rate by the World Health Organization at the time. The study of the countries, including the U.S., U.K., and Canada, shows that the world leaders had even narrowed the window. When it came to controlling the spread, more specifically about 20 days from the first reported case, lead study author said that being able to estimate the transmission rates at different phases of the disease spread and under different conditions helps identify the timing of the type of infections that would, or interventions, excuse me, that would work best. The hospital capacity will need and other critical information. So there you go. A lot of information there for sure to be able to share on that one. So what do you think? I mean, they were off by almost, let's see, what what we got there? 3.8 based on what that dude's saying. So a lot of stuff to think about, for sure. Anyways, let's go down some other news. Let's kind of go lighthearted mode for a moment. A lot of stuff. I was going to the world of music. I don't know what kind of music you listen to. I listen to a little bit of everything. But recently, Metallica was starting to rate some of their songs. And here's what the drummer had to say. So let me share this with you. Drummer's Lyle Ulrich said that Eye of the Beholder from 1988's album and Justice for All, the band, that's a song that the band could do without, according to him. Apparently not one of the favorites, and they don't tend to play that song quite a bit. So there you go. I wonder why they hate that song. You know, if we were, and I'll tell you, if we were doing the radio version, we would take a listen, and I would critique it. But unfortunately, anytime that you and I do video, can't do copyrighted music. Sorry. Still just not in the format that we can do it. I was listening to somebody a few days ago tell me that they had to pay a significant amount of money, almost 20 grand, to be able to play a very popular, mm, let's say, color. Let's see, the band relates to a color and maybe a number between four and six to be able to play their song. Because they did it on video. So not something we will be jumping into anytime soon around here. Um, Just for FYI, because here's the other thing. There's another friend of mine that actually has found a cheaper version of being able to do it, but you can't play that version on the radio or on a podcast. I can't make it up, my friends. Anyways, let's talk a little bit more. Sounds like a blast. If you've ever had dreams of going into space, you might just want to apply for the upcoming reality show, Space Hero. A grand prize, a seat of the, in the 2023 mission of the International Space Center, the U.S. base production company is developing the program says the ideas of the show will be search the entire globe for everyday citizen with a deep love for space exploration after a series of competition challenging contestants physical mental and emotional strength the eventual winner will receive a full training of a space flight mission provided by axiom space Incorporated before lifting off to the spread 10 days alongside professional astronauts traveling about 17,000 miles an hour while orbiting the earth 16 times a day. And just like that, a reality show you definitely don't want to be on a you don't want to be a rocket scientist on. Well, there you go, first time for everything. And can you imagine the waiver that you have to sign for that show? Who the hell knows what the hell that thing's gonna look like? Just keep keep that in mind. Safety never sounded so terrible. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, why wait? Yeah, you heard me there. Why wait? <laughs> you, you have no doubt of those weighted blankets that some people are using these days. Maybe you should have one. They said they're probably similar to the benefits of deep pressure therapy and help those with autism, ADHD, anxiety, and insomnia. But do they really? And the answer is a big yes. According to a new study, Swedish researchers found that 42% of weighted blanket users say that their insomnia got into remission after four weeks. And 78% 78 were cured within a year. But how? The thinking is that the weight is the blanket that mimics the sensation of being held and touched. 
The effect calms the nerves and helps body relax, resulting in better sleep. The study also found that the weighted blanket can reduce depression, anxiety, and and probable the same reasons. My blanket is only weighted because it's impossible to move my dog off of it. (laughs) My wife uses the old-fashioned kind, piling 37 of them on top of each other. So they say, let's see. You can have two choices, either either sleep it, sleep with a blanket, or just turn over. Take your pick. Rated R Safety Show. Sarcastic? Never. Listen to our host of the Rated R Safety Show. Self-implode on our airwaves, only on Safety FM. Yeah, I'm probably going to get kicked out after saying that one. There you go. A lot of stuff going on for sure. So let's continue going on down the the path here. Pie in the sky. Yeah, that's what I said there. Newly discovered planet roughly the size of the Earth has one cool characteristic. It's orbits a star every 3.14 Earth days. The Astronomical Journal notes that the PI planet known as K2-315b, that's K2-315-b, relatively close to the Earth, is 186 light years away. MIT researchers say that the planet moves like clockwork in the revolution, which works out as equal, well, quismatical, con- a constant divi- divide as a ratio circle of circumference of a diameter, which followed by the infinite number of decimal digits. Explodot K2315B discovered that in 2017, thanks to NASA's Kepler telescope, but is wasn't still available in the year as the orbit was confirmed via telescope on Earth as its nickname Pi Planet. So how did you find Pi? Easy as Pi. Yeah, that was kind of stupid. There you go. Let's talk about some of the stupid tweets that I were able to find up from parents earlier in the week. So let's talk about that real quick. My home decor can best be described as kids live here. Please, please keep my four-year-olds in your thoughts. There's nothing wrong with her. She's just inherited her father's sneeze. Your best teacher I've ever had. Mom, me, eyes all teary. Now, you are. It's my teacher, Jesse. Here's another one. I just want to be naked and eat chocolate. Inspirational words for my two-year-old these difficult times. I told my son I couldn't afford something, and he asked why I didn't have more money, and I just wanted to be like, yo, dude, you are entirely the reason I don't have more money. My daughter say that she's not mad at me, but she did hug her dad and tell, tell him, I love you more than anyone without breaking eye contact with me. Have kids, they said. And then last but not least, a 10-year-old, you thought a lot of fruit, mom. Me thinking, the gallon of sangria I'm about to make. Gotta have the daily serving of that shit. You know how that goes. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so let's talk about did you know, because I always think that those are important. If you're helping your kids with their homeschooling these days, here's something to keep in mind. The average parent science and math knowledge taps out around sixth grade level, according to new research. When asked the estimate of the grades to be placed on both math and science, um, if you uh, if you took a test today, the average respondent said sixth grade for each. The survey was done to about 2,000 American parents. School-age children also, were, also found that 42% of parents said that they would be lost trying to teach their child the math curriculum that is available today. And I don't know if you have seen what they call new math, but that shit is terrible. I'm, well, I shouldn't say it's terrible. It's very interesting um, to take a look at and try to understand. That's for sure. Duh. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, so let's talk about that favorite part that, you know, we all love, can't live without. And let's talk about the swamp. So here we go. The 
Former FBI Director James Comey returned to Capitol Hill on Wednesday to testify before Congress. The Senate, the Senate Judiciary Committee interrogated Comey about the process behind getting surveillance warrants on former Trump campaign advisor Carter Page. When asked directly what steps were taken to verify the validity of the notorious and completely discredited Steele dossier, Comey said, I don't know. That was the theme of the day, often claimed that he didn't know or couldn't remember the events. So there you go. After a 90-minute meeting, speaking to Nancy Pelosi and the Treasury Secretary Steve Munchen couldn't reach another deal on a stimulus, Pelosi said that the House is still vote on their $2.2 trillion package this week, but Mitch McConnell has already said that he won't bring it to vote to the Senate. Insiders say that while both sides agreed on a direct individual payment and small business relief, there's still hangups on more local aid and liability protections for businesses. So there you go. Seems like we're going to be hung up a little bit longer as originally thought. So here we go. No winner for Tuesday night's Mega Million drawing. Friday's drawing will be for $41 million jackpot or $32.5 million cash payout. If you're interested in playing that, well, you have the opportunity to do so. So there you go. Some great stuff there. Uh, Let's see. Let's see. Let me give you some breaking news. If you're interested, if you are a listener of, well, I would play the music right now, but I can't. ACDC. ACDC is getting back together for a new album. The band announced on Twitter on Wednesday that singer Brian Johnson, drummer Phil Rudd, and bassist Cliff Williams have teamed up to put a new album titled Powered Up. The first since 2014. No release date was shared. So there you go. There you go. Some interesting stuff there for sure. Like that. Anyways, let's talk about Mark Hamill. Yeah, you know that guy. He joked that the debate was the worst thing that I've ever seen. And I even was in the Star Wars holiday special. There you go. Yeah, I have to tell you that um that debate was not a debate. I don't know what the hell that thing was. That was a debacle. It was a debacle, I tell you. Anyways, Christina Aguilera has canceled her Las Vegas cancer cancel or excuse me, concerts that were scheduled for November due to the coronavirus concerns. The 39-year-old, 39-year-old. Oh my god, am I getting old? 39-year-old announced the news on Instagram. Everyone's health and safety is our top priority. She is hoping to reschedule the shows in the near future. Dolly Parton is set to star in a Christmas musical on Netflix. Christmas is Christmas on the Square. The flick is said to be inspired by her new song on her album. So there you go. A lot of interesting things going on there as well. So let's see. Let's see. Let's see. What else? What else? What else? Let me kind of go back into some of our nonsense. because I, th- I, I like some of the nonsense. The nonsense is important. Let me give you a little bit of some wacky facts because I always think that that's important. Researchers placed an exercise wheel out in the wild and found that it was used extensively by mice without any reward for using it. Interesting to know. Drag from open windows can reduce car fuel emissions by 10% on high speeds. So there you go. A lot of people won't be opening those windows now. Seven people have keys with, keys with the power to restart the World Wide Web in the event of a catastrophic event. Seven people. The main cluster of riders in a bicycle race is called Peloton. Now you know. A lion's roar is louder than a jackhammer. And a study found that politicians tend to express lies and inaccuracies over... <laughs> over and over again through long sentences makes me think about a lot of things recently so there you go a lot of interesting stuff let me give you a little bit of some of the crap that's going on and we could just call it some bs facts some bs facts you know think about the stupidity of that name that's for sure so today's slice of bs for you effective today japan airlines is dropping ladies and gentlemen in favor for more inclusive greeting like Attention all passengers and welcome everyone on the flight in airports. Meanwhile, it is less offensive. The boarding phase of get the freak out will remain in use. Here we go. A pastor in Minnesota has quit the church and become a stripper. And I am not lying. This has been a story going on online. A stripper and a pastor are totally two unrelated things. One passionately stands in front of a hopeful crowd of sinners while waiting for cash to rain into the in from the followers and then there are the strippers as well 
Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Yeah, that one's going to get me kicked off. Anyways, happy 49th birthday, October the 1st, 1971. Walt Disney World opened in Orlando. Here's the fun fact. At least a quarter of the people who attended the first day are still waiting in line. Okay, I'm just kidding. They have created the fast pass since then. Anyways, let's continue down the path. A Florida man was arrested for assaulting his girlfriend after she tried to throw away. You ready for this? His pizza. I kid not. He's now womanless, hungry, and locked in a cell. They call that the domino effect. I know. Rough. Rough stuff today. Anyways, let's continue. Julie Andrews is 85 today. She played Mary Pombins, the most famous housekeeper who was not knocked up by Arnold Schwarzenegger. Ouch. 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 We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. Anyways, if you get a phone call today and you don't know where to start off the conversation, here you go. Start off with this one. What is something totally random that you have a very strong opinion about? That will get the conversation rolling. If you need a random joke, I didn't think that orthopedic shoes would help, but I stand corrected. I know, weak stuff there. And then last but not least, here we go. If you need water, cooler talk, let's do this one. 55% of women and only 44% of men say that they have this quality. What is it? That they're photogenic. So there's some stuff to think about. That's for sure as we do talk about it. Anyways, let me give you some interesting things that happened back on this day. Back in 1995, astronomers announced the discovery of the furthest known galaxy ever discovered and estimated to be 15 trillion light years away, a remnant of the birth of the universe. The only way to detect existence was through a high-powered telescope measuring changes in very dim, visible light. So there you go. That happened back in 1995. If you're interested in celebrating some birthdays today, here are some of the Hollywood stars' birthday. I like this one. Brie Larson turns 31 today. Sarah Drew turns 40. Zach Galifianakis turns 51. Randy Quay turns... Wow, 70? Holy crap! Turns 70. Jimmy Carter turns 96. Wow. Where have all the good times gone? Anyways, I always like to talk about it, and I I guess I really didn't go into too much depth today And when it comes to a certain aspect, but I want to reference this real quick. Sometimes there's a lot of things in life that you're excited about doing, and then things change. Maybe you got to the event, you finished the event. What happens the day after? Do you stay up? Do you stay down? Do you get depressed? I know those things happen. Happens to all of us, even including me. Yeah, believe it or not. Thing is, do we talk about it? What do you think about? Do you have some weird thoughts, some strange things that come to mind? If you do, and if you're going through any kind of thoughts of depression, or even contemplating about committing suicide, there's people that you can talk to that can assist you, and not with the suicide part, because that's going to be the weird part. That's not what I meant. But what I'm talking about is they can have conversations with you on what exactly is going on. And you can call my friends at the Suicide Prevention Lifeline. Their phone number is 1-800-273-TALK. That is 1-800-273-TALK, 1-800-273-8255. They're there 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and there's always someone there to be able to answer your call. If you don't feel comfortable enough of actually making the phone call, you can go to their website at suicidepreventionlifeline.org. So there you go. There's some information right there. Here's what I'll do. I will take the first person on the text box to send me a message saying, hop 101, I'll give you a free ticket to go into the event itself. I don't care which system it actually comes in through. So there you go. There's that information for you right there anyway so let's continue on i'm not going to do the phone call today let's go ahead and get this all the way to the end let's talk about some of the days of the year that you can celebrate today anyways that hop 101 event will actually occur on october the 10th it will be the weekend addiction and that will be at 9 a.m eastern time so there you go just put hop 101 inside of the box and you will be the winner there you go let's talk about the days of the year of the the days of the year that you can celebrate today and let's go from there Bring your Bible to school day, CD player day, homemade cookie day, international coffee day, international raccoon appreciation day, international day of 
Older Persons, International Music Day, Less Than Perfect Day, National Book It Day, Model T Day, Lincolnshire Day, National Black Dog Day, National Lace, National Hair Day, National Fire Pup Day, National Vegetarian Day. Who celebrates that? Okay, just kidding. National Woman Equality Pay Day. I agree with that one. National Poetry Day. So there you go. A lot of days to celebrate today if you're interested in doing so. If I can leave you with a couple of other things before it's all said and done, here's what I got for you. If you want to think about something today and not 100% sure of what to think about, here's what you can do. If you need something to believe in, Start with believing in yourself. That's something to think about. Seriously, think about that for the rest of the day. If you need something to believe in, start believing in yourself. And move on from there, my friends. Anyways, we have an event coming up here in the next few weeks. If you're interested in coming by, hanging out with us, this event is known as Hop 101. It is a beginner class that you could come hang out with. And actually take a view, a gander. Tickets are available at safetyfm.io. And you can come hang out with us on the weekend edition of this bad boy right there. And we will get that rolling and bowling, moving and grooving. And we'll get that rolling and we will be doing the fundamentals of human and organizational performance on October the 10th. Nine days away, we get to hang out in the morning on a weekend as requested by some, not by all, just in case. Because I know that that might be a question to come up. Anyways, always thank you for being the best part of Safety FM. And that is the listener. Safety FM is the home of real safety talk. I can tell you, we couldn't do what we do without you. Thank you for always coming by, hanging out at the Rated R Safety Show. We have crucial talks coming up at the top of the hour here. And as you know, I know who you are. You know who I am. Love you. Mean it. Bye. Duh. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.